Welcome to a life-changing encounter with the Word of God, presented to you from the Kodesh, Lighthouse Chapel International. This great teaching provides clear and straightforward answers for anyone desiring to walk according to the Word of God. Enjoy some of the most comprehensive and down-to-earth teachings as taught at the Lighthouse Chapel International. for tonight we ask for the presence of your spirit to be with us we welcome you Holy Spirit please have your way in Jesus name just talk to God talk to God thank you Holy Spirit ask God to speak to you tonight we worship you we thank you, oh God. Just take your seats for a moment. Here I am, send me. Here I am, send me. Thank you, Lord Jesus. The song we did last Sunday, not too loud. Send me, 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 send me,
song can we do it can we do it from the very top every knee will bow Spirit, come, start a fire. My life is 
chapter 28 just wanted to share something little with us in this month of evangelism we'll come back to our open heavens amen in Matthew chapter 28 and verse 18 Jesus said and Jesus came and spake unto them saying all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth 19. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Just read the mid it's, it's funny. Teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. Acts chapter 1. Acts chapter 1. I'm reading from verse 1. It says that the former treatise have I made, O Theophilus, of all that Jesus began both to do and teach. Until the day in which he was taken up, after that he through the Holy Ghost had given commandment unto the apostles whom he had chosen, to whom also he showed himself alive after his passion by many infallible proofs, being seen of them forty days and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. And being assembled together with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which saith he, ye have heard of me. For John truly baptized with water, but ye shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. And when they therefore were come together, they asked of him, saying, Lord, would thou at this time restore again the kingdom to Israel? And he said to them, it is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father has put in his own power. Verse 8. But ye shall receive power. I said you shall receive power. After that the Holy Ghost is come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in Judea, and in Samaria, and unto the uttermost part of the earth. Amen. Well, tonight, just for a short moment, I want to preach on what I've titled, Witnessing. Witnessing. Hallelujah. The coming of the Holy Spirit 
upon a Christian and the power that God gives to us is not a power to go look for money. Is the sound okay? Am I, am I? It's not okay. There's an echo, there's a feedback, I don't know. Father, give our people. So, were you at the program yesterday? Did you see the Domoan people, the sound? Father, let the same anointing come upon us. Hey. Amen. But it is a power to witness. It's not a power to get shoes. Reverend Ben. It's not a power to get a house. Because today's Christians give me power so that I can do certain things. But Jesus, he said, you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. What is the power going to be used for? He says that, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in all Judea, in Samaria, and even to the uttermost parts of the earth. So the power of God that comes upon us as children of God is to be witnesses. It's amazing that the Jehovah Witnesses have taken the thing up so much that when they mention witnesses, you see people are becoming jittery and all that. But we are really supposed to be the witnesses. Now, who is a witness? I was finding out in the dictionary. It says that a person who sees or has knowledge or experience of an event. Yeah. Another definition says to have knowledge relevant to an event. <laughs> relevant to an event. Another one says that one who can give a first-hand account of something seen or heard or experienced. That's a witness. Something seen or heard or experienced. Because if you leave it at only seen, some of us, <laughs> we may easily not be participating because we were not there. And then also, one called upon to testify in court. It's a witness. So when you read the Bible in 1 John chapter 1, from verse 1, uh, John was saying something. He said, that which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon and our hands have handled of the word of life. Verse 2. For the life was manifested and we have seen it. And bear witness, hallelujah, and show unto you that eternal life which was with the Father and was manifested unto us. Verse 3 says that, for is that that which we have seen and heard declare we unto you, hallelujah, that you also may have fellowship with us, and truly our fellowship is with the Father and with His Son Jesus Christ. So, that which we have heard, that which we have seen. That which we have looked upon, that which our hands have handled, is that the same we declare unto you. We have become witnesses of those things. The things that we are experiencing in church and what we ourselves have experienced in our lives that you are seated here today, God wants you to be a witness of that thing. And so when we are talking about a month of evangelism and we are talking about operations sit by your soul, we are talking about you witnessing or, uh, what did we say? Having knowledge relevant to an event. <laughs> first-hand information. You, you are somebody who has a first-hand information that somebody else doesn't have and God is expecting you to send that message to the person. I don't know whether I'm making sense so far. Seen, heard. And experience. So God is expecting you and I to do it. When you read Ezekiel chapter 16, or Ezekiel chapter 3, verse 16, the Bible says that, and it came to pass 
at the end of seven days that the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, Son of man, I have made thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore hear the word at my mouth. And give them warning from me. <laughs> you get the first hand information. And give it to people. Give them warning from me. So God is expecting you. Verse 17, he said, verse 18. When I say unto the wicked, thou shalt surely die, and thou givest him not warning, nor speakest to warn the wicked from his wicked way to save his life, the same wicked man shall die in his iniquity. He said, but his blood will I require at your hand. Hey, now the thing is becoming serious. See, when you say you're a witness, you don't just get up and just be joking around. You, you, because what you have to say matters a lot. Very relevant. But verse 18 said, 19, he said, Yet if thou warn the wicked, and he turn not from his wickedness, nor from his wicked way, he shall die in his iniquity. But thou hast delivered thy soul. Hallelujah. You know, so we are talking about a very, very serious thing here. That if you don't witness, if you don't warn people, if you don't tell people about Christ, Bible says that when they die in their sin, God said he's going to require their blood from your hands. You want to ask yourself that, who have I not witnessed to that I should have witnessed to? Who was it who was sitting by me that I should have spoken to that I didn't talk to? The Lord is saying, you know, these words, witnessing and all that, when we were growing up as Christians, they were normal words that were used. Today, it sounds very strange in the church to mention witnessing, but it was something we grew up when you talk about witnessing, we know that every Christian, every child of God has to witness, has to be a witness. But today's Christians know more of anointing no more of um, breakthrough, no more of oil, dominion, deliverance. What else? Breaking altars. Breaking hey! But we don't know about witnessing, which is the main reason why we have been saved. He said, you have not chosen me, John 15, 16, but I have chosen you and I have ordained you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should remain. But what is it that we are looking for? We are looking for cars. We are looking for houses. We are looking for shoes. And so when we come to the church and the preaching is not about you getting a house, you getting a beloved, you getting a, a, a shoe, see that people are some way in the church. Because today, when I said witnessing, I saw that people were like, Charlie, we are not inside. But I want you to know that this is something that if you don't do, one day you'll be standing before God. And God will say, you see, the other day you were standing by somebody near the trotro station. And I was expecting you to witness I even prompted you. You felt that you should speak to the person. But you didn't. I will hold the person's blood. I will require the person's blood from your hands. Somebody say mercy. You see, this work, nobody else can do. God has entrusted this message of soul winning to men. In Acts chapter 10, the Bible says that when Cornelius had given, prayed and given alms, the Bible says that the angel of the Lord appeared to him and he said, he said, Cornelius, your, your alms giving and your prayers have come up as a memorial to God. Then he said, I've been sent to come to you, blah, blah, blah. Then he said in verse 5, he said, verse 5, and now send men to Joppa. And call for one Simon, whose name is Peter. 
Verse 6 says that he lodged with one Simon a tanner whose house is by the seaside. He shall tell thee what thou oughtest to do. Now, why didn't the angel himself tell Cornelius what to do? But he said to him, go and call for Simon Peter. Somebody called Peter. Let him come. He will come and tell you something. He will come and witness to you about something. Because angels have not been given this work. We are the ones who have been given this work. When the Lord appeared to Paul on the way to Damascus, after everything, he said, go and see Ananias. Because this work of soul winning has been entrusted to men. It has not been entrusted to angels. As a matter of fact, angels don't know anything about salvation. That is why when you read the Bible in Revelation 7, is it chapter 7 or so, the Bible says that they were singing and they were praising, they were singing, and the angels were wondering that, where are these people from? Because they have not experienced salvation before. But we who have experienced salvation... We were standing there and we were singing. Uh, 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 what are some of the songs, salvation songs that we are singing? Amen, amen, blessings and glory. Wisdom, thanksgiving. There's no salvation with that one. Hosanna. Hosanna. Hosanna in the heart. What are some of the songs of salvation? <laughs> but they were just singing songs of salvation. What, Jimmy? Let the redeemed of the lost soul say so. Isn't there a song like what, Jimmy? Uh, isn't there a song like that? Salvation belongs to our God. Power and might belong to our God. There's no salvation in that one. <laughs> The Lord is my strength and my song and my song. He has become my salvation. He has become my salvation. He has become my salvation. Oh, the Lord is my strength and my song. Oh, yes. Those of us who have been saved, such songs have meaning. Light of the world, you step down into darkness. Oh. The beauty that made this heart adore you. Hope of spent with you. Please play the keyboard. You're playing something different. Oh, so here I am to worship. And here I am to and here I am to say that you're my God. You're all together. Oh, all together. Oh, all together. Oh, to me. I'll never know. And I'll never how much it costs to see my sin upon that cross. I'll never know.
talking about we know that we were in sin we were about to die we were going to hell but jesus came on the scene and he came to save us and he set us free that is why we will sing where would i be if jesus didn't love me oh, where would i be if jesus didn't care yeah we have experienced it firsthand where would I be if he had his sacrifices like all that I'm so that he did? Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Beloved, we have an awesome responsibility to witness, to tell others about Jesus. Because they don't have the first time. They haven't experienced it. We have experienced it. Once we were dead, once we were sinners, once we were smokers, hey, once we were womanizers, once we were stealers, once we were prostitutes, once we were abortionists, One woman, ten men. But Jesus came on the scene. I said, Jesus came on the scene. And he made all the difference in my life. What a difference he has made in my life. What a difference Jesus has made since he came. He has made a great difference in my life. Great change since I met God. There's been a great change since I met God. That is why the angels cannot be witnesses. Even when the rich man was in hell and he was telling Abraham, please send Lazarus to go and tell them. Abraham said, listen, they have the prophets. They have the people in Lighthouse. They have the people over there. Let them be the people to witness to them. So, beloved, nobody is going to rise up from the dead to witness. No angel is going to come down to witness. You and I are the people who have been entrusted with the work of witnessing. We better arise and do what we have to do. Because one day, Charlie, your blood, your blood, your blood. Oh. All we are asking for this month is just one soul. Is it too much to ask for? As the next person, is it too much to ask for? So how come you didn't bring anybody to church today? 
tell him one soul operation sit by your soul the whole of this man just one soul oh thank you Jesus there are different levels of witnessing I'll just close with that number one witnessing by your lifestyle <laughs> now you want to ask yourself that when people look at you would they like to come to church you see Paul says something 2nd Corinthians chapter 3 verse 1 he said Give me 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 1. He was talking about our lives. He said, do we begin again to commend ourselves or need we ask some others epistles of commendation or letters of commendation from you? Verse 2. He said, you are our epistle written in our hearts, known and read of all men. So, you are, an, an epistle is a letter. So, your life is a letter known and read by all men. So, all men are looking at you and they are reading your life. What are they reading? I think it was when I heard him saying once or singing once, he said that the best form of witnessing is the one without words. So, if you were not to say anything, <laughs> do you think your life would draw somebody to church? Or it would rather take somebody away because eh, you may not know, but because of you, a lot of people are not coming to church. Oh. You may think that they are not watching, but the Bible says that. He said, known and read by all men, they are reading your life. That is why if a person is born again, he must be truly born again. The, the, the way the Bible describes it is darkness and light. That must be the change, the transformation. That when people see, they will see that, hey, this man is changed. If there's anybody who is born again, then this man is born again. Yeah. I remember when I gave my life to Christ, and there were some guys. Me, I didn't know. Apparently, they were waiting, so I go away. He will come back. They were there. One month, two months, three months, four months, five months, six months, seven months. He go come. Oh, he go come. Oh, he go come. He go come. He go come. Eight months now. But the way they were looking at the thing, the guy is rather moving deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. I was there when one of them, he had traveled abroad. He wrote a letter to me. He said, you know, we were all waiting to see that you come back. But we have seen that you are truly born again. Can the same be said about you? That's the first level of witnessing. The second level of witnessing is a one-on-one -on -one witnessing on one-on-one -on -one basis. Yeah. And that one you have to speak. <laughs> so God also expects you to speak sometimes. And we should be able to witness and talk about salvation. Ah. Today's Christians, a lot of people cannot sit down with somebody and talk to the person about salvation. At best, you will just invite the person to church. But that I am witnessing to you so that you will give your life to Christ and I will lead you to give your life to Christ. Rare. Rare. But we are expected to. Yeah. Jesus' life was an, an example of that. He was always talking to people about salvation. We saw it in John chapter 3. You see clearly there, Bishop has been preaching about Jesus' private conversations. But these are some of the private conversations that a man named Nicodemus came to see him. 
And when he came, he was just talking about certain things, you know. Uh, thou art a man of God, but no man doeth such things except God be with him. You see, the guy was taking the conversation. Jesus said, hey, hey, hey. stop, stop, stop right there. Except a man be born again. Hey! Except. See, because the way the guy was talking, he was taking the conversation into some other things. You are powerful. If you don't take care, people will just speak something powerful. This, that, that. You see that? Neutralize all things. Jesus didn't allow him to go too far because sometimes as they say this, it gets into your head. Then the main thing you should be doing, you are not doing it. But the soul is a soul and it's precious to God. So Jesus said, hey, hold on, brother. Except a man be born again, he cannot. He cannot. And a lot of people don't want to hear this. The Bible is in the Bible. Jesus said it, John 3, 3. It is there. Wherever, whichever Bible you are looking at, it is inside that Bible. You cannot see. And then later he said, if you are not born of the spirit, you cannot enter. <laughs> no, we have to be able to tell the people that. So sometimes we polish the thing. Oh, you, you, you try, you, you, whatever. Listen, except you are born again. Jesus didn't mean words. He didn't go around. He said, he said, except you are born again, you can never enter into the kingdom. Today we are telling people, oh, if you come, you'll get a car. Oh, if you come, you'll get shoes. It's not about getting shoes. It's not about getting, it's about entering the kingdom. What shall it profit a man if he gains shoes and he gains all these things and he loses his soul? The main thing is the main thing. It's still the main thing. Let's tell them you must be born again. Nicodemus was standing there watching him. He's like, ah, how, how can a person who has been born go back? Should I go back into my mother's room and say, hey, Nicodemus, that which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Marvin, not that I said unto thee, you must be born. We're not talking about flesh born in here. We are talking about spiritual birth. You have to be born of the spirit. The boss was surprised that he was telling. He said, don't marvel not. <laughs> In chapter 4, the Bible says that he was traveling, was moving with disciples. He was very tired. He sat down somewhere. He told his disciples to go and find some food. As he sat there, the Bible says, a certain woman. <laughs> a certain woman came on the scene. Jesus, tired and all that, he made an attempt. See, sometimes you may feel tired. Sometimes you don't feel like talking. But make an attempt to talk to somebody. Yeah. John 4. He said, Jesus said to her, give me to drink. Which is also a good thing you must learn. Sometimes it's not always that when you come, no. You will be born again. Yeah. Because sometimes when you say that, people will be angry. They will go away. You must learn what we call establishing a rapport. Makatabo shatabayana. Eh, you will go to hell. No, 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 And when I went, they said, we should tell you, you must be born again. You, I'm telling you. I tell you. Marvel not, I tell you. <laughs> you will bend me up. But you see that Jesus, one moment, God, depending on the situation, some people, you have to go straight and tell them, hey, except you are born again, you cannot enter. But some people, to looking at the person, you may have to ask, give me a drink. Yeah. You go, some people are watching, they are doing betting, soccer betting. There is a way you can go in. So, so this betting, how? He says something. So, who is winning? It's a way you have started. Give me to drink. Give me to drink. But the woman said to him, the woman said, he said, ah, how is it that you being a Jew, you, you are asking me a Samaritan for water. She didn't know that she was, we are establishing a rapport. Tell somebody we are establishing a rapport. Hey! Verse 10, Jesus said, if you knew the gift of God, ah, she has brought herself. She has brought herself. <laughs> you see how the thing has changed. You see, some of you, you can be talking with people, talk, 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 talk. Jesus will never come up in the conversation. 
talk about soccer, talk about fufu, talk about this, talk about that. Never the mention of Jesus. But there is a way that as you are talking at a point here, you have to bring Jesus inside. He said, by the way, by the way, he said, if you knew the gift of God that was speaking to you, you would have asked him for living water. Wow, the conversation has changed. So the Bible said, the woman said that, hey, you have nothing to draw and the well is deep. Why are you been talking about living water? He said, hey. Then he said to him, verse 12, let's go deeper. He said, are you greater than our father who made this well? His children, blah, blah, blah. Jesus said, hey. Verse 13, Jesus answered and said, whosoever shall drink of this water shall test again. But whoever shall drink of the water that I will give, he will never test. Hey. The thing was getting interesting. This is witnessing, witnessing, witnessing. Establishing a rapport. Witnessing. Hey. Then the woman said, hey. Then give me this water. Me too, I like him. I like him. Give me to drink. Now she was now beginning to long because the way he was talking about what he had, talking about the salvation, talking about the thing that he had, the thing he had experienced in God, the way he was talking, the woman said, I like this thing. I would like to follow you to church. I like to come to your church. I like the God you serve. Me too. I want to drink this water. I want my life to be different. I want some of this water. You have witnessed to the person. First hand information. By the time Jesus had finished with the woman, she herself, she knew that. She needed this water. Because as he started asking her, where's your husband? This, the, the woman didn't have an answer. The point is, you know, I need this water. By the time he finished with her fully, she had become a witness herself. <laughs> Bible says that she was going around the whole city. She was telling people, I have met the Savior. I have met somebody. Oh, he's a great man. He's the Savior. He's a living water. You need to meet this man. You need to know this man. May you be a witness for the Lord. May you witness about Jesus. May you tell people about Jesus. Tell them about his love. Tell them. Tell them. By the time people are leaving you, because Jesus met a woman, he met a man and a woman. Some of you, if he had met a woman by now, what rapport girl? No? Instead of giving the word, you are giving your body. Jesus could have easily rubbed the lady. Hi, baby. He, he, he looked familiar, baby. It seems I know you somewhere, baby. And being somebody with prophetic wisdom, because at a point the woman said, I perceive. I perceive that thou art a prophet. I mean, I'm sure that somebody would have just, eh, you perceive. Eh? It's about time. You need to follow me. I'll show you one or two things. When people meet you, by the time they are leaving, what are they living with? What kind of people are they? Are they going saved to also save other people? Or they are going away with all sorts of things in their minds? Witness, one-on-one. should be able to bring somebody that you have witnessed. The person says, I will follow you to church next Sunday as you are coming. I am coming with you to, you to church. I'm coming to sit by you. Yeah. 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 There are other types of witnessing we can get into. There's one to many witnessing where you may be in a bus preaching or you are doing dumb broadcasts. Also, a type of one to many preaching or maybe having a mini crusade, small. Who say you have put some stage, you are standing on it and you are preaching. It's all witnessing. These are all different types of witnessing. 
that God wants us to engage them in the course. He said, you will go to the uttermost parts of the earth. See, sometimes we want to think about that one. We want to travel abroad. And it will come. But you see, you need to start from somewhere. Start from Jerusalem and move to Judea and Samaria. Gradually, you will get there. I see you moving to places and traveling abroad to preach the gospel. But you need to start from level one. Where your lifestyle, people can look at and give their life to Christ. Where you can talk to somebody one-on-one by the time you are finished with the person. May it not be that in this season, somebody sits by you and by the time the person is leaving, you haven't said anything about Christ. As the person sits down, establish a what? A rapport. Find something to talk about. How did you find the Independence Day yesterday? How did things go? Were, were you watching the match pass? Did you see how the market women were marching like that? Say, yeah, I saw. Yeah. By the way, are you also independent? You are independent of God or you are independent? Oh, do you know that one day some people will be marching like this into a place called hell? Hell? What are you talking about? Yeah, there's a place called hell. Bible says that hell has enlarged its mouth and people are marching into it. Hey! By the time you are finished, the person would have given their life to God. May you be a witness for the Lord. May your life be a witness. May God use you to touch many people. Hey, my time is up. Stand to your feet. Put your hands together for Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Lift up your voice and begin to talk to God. Talk to God. Talk to God. Pray right now. Commit yourself to God. Pray that you be a witness. May your life be a witness. May the things you say help you. May you be a witness by the power of the Holy Ghost. By the power of the Holy Ghost. God is depending on you. God is depending on me. God is depending on all of us. Wherever you are, find somebody and talk to the person. By the time you are leaving, may they know Jesus. Lift up your voice and pray. I sense God anointing us afresh. Ah, he's anointing us to be witnesses in the name of Jesus. And you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Lift up your hands and pray right now. Receive the power from on high. Receive the power from on high. Pray right now. Pray right now. In the name of Jesus. Pray for yourself. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray and ask God for the Holy Spirit. Pray. Receive the power to be a witness. The power to be a witness. The power to be a witness. In the name of Jesus. Oh, Isaiah said, here am I, send me. Send me to the nations. Tell the Lord to send you to the nations. Oh, yes, he will send you to your neighbors. Send you to the nations. Send you to the people around. In the name of Jesus. To your neighbors. To your colleagues at school. To your colleagues at work. May you be able to tell them about Christ. May you be able to witness. Be a witness. Give a first hand information. A first hand information. In the name of Jesus. Lord, use me. Use me. Use me. Use me. Use me, as an ambassador for you, my father, here am I. Send me to the nations. Send me to the nations. As an ambassador. As an ambassador for you. Here am I. Here am I. Lift your hand. Tell the Lord, here am I. Send me to the nations. Here am I. Send me, send me to the nation as an ambassador. As an ambassador for you. Oh, as an ambassador for you, my father. Here am I. Send me, send me to the nations. Oh, as an ambassador for you. And here I am. 
somebody invited you to the service the message is still the same it hasn't changed except you are born again you can never enter the kingdom of God today you are here you know deep down in your heart that you are not born again you don't know Jesus as Lord and Savior you don't even understand when we talk about being born again you want to say pastor pray with me if you are here like that just lift up your right hand wherever you are I'm going to pray with you so that when you die, you can also make it to heaven one day. Wherever you are, lift up your right hand. I'm going to pray with you. You want to accept Jesus as Lord and Savior. Let it go up above your head. God bless you. God bless you. I can't see from where I am, but if you've lifted up your hand, wherever you are, come to me right now. Come to me from wherever you are. Come, let's pray. Come to Jesus. God bless you. Clap for the master. Come. Come. Come from wherever you are. Oh, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Come all the way. You know, I heard the story of a pastor. He said his friend got born again. And the friend after he gave his life to Christ, he said, he was telling that pastor, he said, how come you never told me about Jesus Christ? It's like, Charlie, I was going to die. And you've been chatting with me every day. You never mentioned Jesus. We talk about everything else. Let the story change. Sunday, every one of us, let's come with somebody to church. Come with somebody. Those of you in front, just lift up your two hands. It's a sign of surrender. Let's pray. Repeat after me. Say, Lord Jesus, tonight I thank you for shedding your blood to wash away my sins. Please forgive me all my sins. Come into my heart. Make me a new person. Please write my name in the Lamb's Book of Life from today. I will serve you. I will follow you for the rest of my days. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. We believe you have been blessed by this powerful teaching from the Kodesh, Lighthouse Chapel International. For further inquiries, please call 030-7010-444. That's 030 7010444 God richly bless you